RIT is a global university, and this includes in the heart of Europe, home to RIT Croatia. RIT Croatia has locations in the capital city of Zagreb and the historic coastal city of Dubrovnik. In this episode of Intersections, the RIT podcast, RIT Croatia President and Dean Don Hudspeth talks with Bob Finnerty, RIT's Associate Vice President of Communications, to discuss the 25th anniversary of RIT's presence in Croatia and the opportunities that exist with its strategic location in Central Europe. Please set the scene of Croatia, a nation at the crossroads of Central and Southeast Europe. From the capital city of Zagreb to the coastal city of Dubrovnik, what makes this area of the world so special in a global context? Looking at Croatia, when you look at a map of Europe, um, we're very much located in Central Europe and and really sort of, I would say, geographically as well as historically, really where East meets West. And, uh, and I think that, like I said, is not only from a geography point of view, but also has been reflected in the, the history of the country. And uh, for a small country, it's, it's very diverse. And I, I say the diversity both from a kind of a physical terrain point of view to, to also culturally. Like in many countries, a lot of differences, like even in the States, sort of the <laughs> difference between the North and the South, we have similar differences here between Zagreb and the North region relative to Dalmatia and to Dubrovnik, where our other uh, campus is located. RIT Croatia is celebrating its 25th anniversary. You were formerly known as the American College of Management and Technology when you were established in 1997. At the start, you were based in Dubrovnik, the historic city along the sea. Tell us more about what has changed since those early years, including adding this second location here in Zagreb. We were the first private educational institution to be established in Croatia because prior to that time, all of the higher ed in the country was in the public domain. And so it was to see, was there a market for private education? And then second of all, um, to really, with us having our first program being with our hospitality and tourism management program being established, was really to help Croatia develop in the post-war period. Because the war for independence ended in 1995. So when you think about it, we started just a little bit, two years after that. That's amazing when you think about that. It is, it really is. And realized that things had evolved and needed managers and leaders ultimately going in the tourism industry Mm -hmm. who were going to help with this transition with what was occurring on a global basis. So that was the key thing to actually for the start of the program. When we first started, we had based all the initial budgets on an enrollment of 75 students we ended up enrolling 175 because the demand was really high. And the key part of that was the recognition of the high quality, high value of American education. So with after that program, shortly thereafter, which was, I think we were about eight years, eight or nine years, we started offering the information technology undergraduate degree program from um, Golisano College. And uh, then our big move was an expansion into our second campus and opened up the campus in Zagreb in the capital city. 
When you look at Zagreb as a city itself, population is about a million people. And when you look at the drying area of it within about an hour out, it's coming pretty close to about 2 million people. So when you think about the 3.8 million, the focus is really here. So, wow. Yeah. So we really saw that if we wanted to further grow and particularly in other degree areas, we needed to have a presence within the capital city. And so we started in 2011 is when we opened opened up here and we um, started with the international business degree program also the IT program which is now the web mobile computing program and then also um, adding our uh, master's degree programs the organizational leadership and innovation which currently is service uh, leadership and innovation and as well as the information technology and analytics MS program if you can describe the higher education landscape in Croatia, we know that the public system is dominant here. How do you differentiate? What is the significance of what, what you bring here to RIT Croatia? Yeah, I think that there's certainly, like a, as I mentioned before, we were the first private educational institution. And since that time, there has been a growth in the sector, but it's still pretty small. The private education market, it's mainly been focused so far within business fields as well as within the IT field, where we have really been establishing our value has been by showing about with outputs. And that has to do with the type of jobs they get. And also the other part about having a much more individual approach with the students and very student-centered learning and a lot of attention given to really recognizing their potential. Things that are all standard but with what happens in the Rochester campus and which also we do the same here in Croatia. What do you see on the horizon? What can you say of the programs you'd like to bring down the line and how does that work when you're chatting with your colleagues back home in, in Rochester? We have very much a goal to be expanding our um, degree offerings and that and the next one that's going to be coming on is the new media design program from the College of Art and Design and we think it's going to be a, a great fit. Definitely there's a market need but really a nice complement to the international business program as well as the web and mobile computing from it. RIT Croatia now has more than 2,600 alumni and living in more than 40 countries across the globe. How do you um, measure their success and what are you most proud of when you think back to your, you know, your alumni in the last yeah. 25 years? Yeah, I, I think the sort of the, the general comment about what we're proud of and it's also a validation of what we're doing is the high rate of employment. You know, we've been averaging it's about 90% employed six months following graduation, and that's been pretty consistent. Having had alums for 21 years, people are really moving up in their positions. The other part that we're very excited about, 25% of our alums have their own businesses, either on a full-time basis that they've developed them and some of them are, are growing quite significantly or even a lot have on a part-time basis. So they have some entrepreneurial skills yes. and yeah. allows them to pivot whatever 
Correct. Wherever things Correct. go. But we've also had some ones going and pursuing within public service. Um, the current mayor of Dubrovnik is an alum. We also have alums working in Brussels in the European Commission. Some really great outcomes, but there's literally thousands of those. And the other thing that we've been pleased to see is that a lot of them have gone abroad and working in international settings, but a lot have stayed in the country and within the region, those from Bosnia Herzegovina as well as Montenegro, which to me is an important thing because uh, making sure that their skill sets and the things that they've learned and their mm-hmm. mindset um, is also having domestic and regional benefit besides just international and in that. But uh, man, we've got a super group of alums. The opportunities that you see for IT students and faculty members back in the United States with you what would you like to say to the folks back in Rochester? Well, the first one I think from a student end is you know, the study abroad opportunity. It's rare that when an American university actually has campuses, this is actually part of our IT. So it's a seamless transfer and the full comfort zone and everything that, so from a student end, um, I, I think it's just a natural, a wonderful way to be able to spend, um, whether it be a short program or a full semester, to come to Croatia and be part of RIT, but in Europe, and then be able to leverage that and piggyback off of the accessibility to other European countries and that. So from a student end, I think that's a key thing. I think from a faculty end, the research opportunities and to be able to stimulate more of this collaboration because we can really, I think from the combination of it, is really create some unique research opportunities where us being in Europe, plus also being on our European accreditation or Croatian accreditation, being able to access research grants and opportunities that maybe a faculty member in Rochester wouldn't be able to. And then the other part that, all, that ties in to alums, A lot of alums um, and wherever they've ended up in the world, and I'm talking RIT alums, regardless of where they've graduated, they have a base in Croatia. And it's sort of, it's always an open invitation that dropping by for a cup of coffee, whether they're in Zagreb or in Dubrovnik, a lot of people who were taking pre-pandemic, and I'm sure it's going to be coming back, taking cruises of the Adriatic, a lot of them stop in Dubrovnik. Mm-hmm. And it's a quick walk from the old town and stop by the campus. And, and many folks have done that. And we've had even some retired faculty members from Rochester who just happened to be in a cruise ship. Oh, I heard, you know, we're here, walk up and have a walk of the campus and that. And I think it, it provides, it's kind of a nice feel when you're, when you're traveling somewhere that, you know, you could say the same in terms of Dubai and Kosovo. Oh, you know, I've sort of got this extra little home here. I I feel too that um, you have a lot of communication with the other campuses, with with Kosovo and Dubai and China. And um, so you're collaborating with them, not just Rochester. And and I think that's the the beauty and the richness of it. And and we do have, and the study abroad, we currently have students from RIT Croatia in Dubai. In addition to students in Rochester, we've had students coming from Kosovo. So it's a really, it's a nice synergy. Well, I mean, it's this ecosystem that RIT has created. And to think that really it started here, 
25 years yes. ago, this yes. ecosystem of what yeah. we've created for RIT Global, yes. as Correct. we call it. So congratulations. Thank you for listening to Intersections, the RIT podcast, a production of RIT Marketing and Communications. To learn more about our university, go to www.rit.edu. And to hear more podcasts, subscribe to Intersections on iTunes, Spotify, TuneIn, or SoundCloud, or by visiting www.rit.edu news podcasts.